it's another more to life gathering live event on Facebook. We had definitely pondered, um, you know, putting this outdoors again on our patio and doing a pop up, um, that kind of a thing. It did get a little chilly and we also had to make sure, you know, that, um, the light was cooperating. The weather was cooperating. If there was a day to do it, it's probably today, sadly. Um, but it makes things hard to plan do last minute and, uh, all that kind of stuff. So anyway, indoors, and Ann is not with me, so I'm not looking at any comments or anything like that. Um, I don't see anything. Anyway, um, oof, oof, you guys still there? Okay, man, I'm messing around with stuff I shouldn't be messing around with, okay? So anyway, I'm just going to stick to it. Without her, I'm looking at the camera and I'm going to do my thing. Is that cool? All right, so I'm going to get this thing situated. Boom, yeah, Okay. We're good. We're good. We're good. I hope that you're good. You know, I really, really, really do. We've done a lot of talks recently, um, just on kind of human connection, um, that kind of relationship, that kind of stuff. I sent out the email today. If, if you're checking this out because you saw the email, great. I didn't text people. You're showing up because you're here and you're just checking out the video. You saw something. It's all good. I sent out the email, though, and in the email I posted a couple of different things, you know, um, a show to check out, um, a book to read. The book that kind of inspired this whole talk, um, and it's not really the book that inspired the talk. It's the author and his interview with Brene Brown that inspired the talk. Um, there's a podcast out there. She has a podcast called Unlocking Us, and she had an author on there who was also um, the 19th Surgeon General of the United States. Here's his book. Boom. Together, the healing power of human connection in a sometimes lonely world. They discuss loneliness and all that it entails, its impact and um, the different ways that it manifests itself, expresses itself, right? So anyway, go check out that podcast if you haven't already. Um, if you haven't seen the email, go get the email, click on the link. If you're just wondering what it is, it's called Unlocking Us. And it was back in April. And it was with Vivek, Vivek Murthy. And that's what you want to look for. Um, such a fabulous podcast. Conversation. Um, great for then and almost even better for right now, I think, you know. And so tonight I listed this as untitled because I don't really have a title. I didn't get creative like that. Um, we're going to just kind of be a little bit all over the place with the relationships, um, loneliness, connection, and that kind of a thing. Okay? I have some notes. I'm going to check them regularly. Uh, but like I said, we could kind of be all over the place. Now, 
I have a friend that I go meet weekly and we go on walks together and talk. And this is a few weeks back, almost a month ago now. Um, he texted me and he said, Hey, are we going to go for a walk? And this was at the beginning of the week and, um, we were going to go walking on like Thursday. And I was like, oof, yes, let's do it. And then my parents were in town and I texted him back and I said, hey, um, not sure if, if that's going to work, but let's just push it to Friday because I think my parents are, are leaving or something like that. We were trying to make plans, you know, and I, I sent it to him and I, and I just tried to like keep insisting like, yes, let's do it, but let's do it here. You know what I mean? And then those plans kind of got messed up. And believe it or not, I texted him back and I said, hey, actually, can we do it on Saturday instead? Can we go Saturday? And he texted me back and he was like, yes, sure. And so this was all done through texting. It was all back and forth. It was all over the course of like four or five days, I think. And so then we went walking on Saturday and we walk pretty early, right? So we get back and it's the sun's kind of out. And just at the end of our walk, he said something to me and it, it kind of stuck with me. And he just said, hey, I just wanted to say thank you for not canceling. Thanks for not canceling. And I said, sure. Yeah, no worries. That went with me and I just started thinking about in my own life and in my own experience um, how often I can tend to cancel um, postpone push back how many times I can honestly just back out of something and what that communicates right so in our world sometimes scheduling and meeting up and and showing up with others can take a lot of effort like there's the personal side of it all the energy and emotion and everything that you've got going on in your own world and your story and then there's just the fact of differing schedules you know i like to think all nostalgically and be like well back when i was a kid um you know that like we actually had weekends there were still people working the night shift not near as much was open 24 7 though right and i still remember a time when there were weekends and banks were closed on saturdays and sundays and a lot of stuff was closed on sundays and so when you made plans with people, if you planned like a birthday party, you planned it on the weekend. There was there was this kind of idea and expectation that the majority of people could, in fact, show up and participate if you did something on the weekend. That's just how it was. Nowadays... Getting together with people can be tough because it seems like people have scheduled, first of all, an extraordinary amount of things. 
And it also seems that we have such differing schedules when it comes down to it. Work schedules, family schedules, life schedules, like event schedules, exercise schedules, all of it. Like, they're so, you know. And lots of times we cancel on people. And the fact that my friend looked at me and said, thank you for not canceling. Not canceling communicated a lot to my friend, right? In our relationship. And it kind of in like what I'm willing to do. Like I'm willing to over three or four or five days shoot back text and keep working at something and try to figure out a time that works. Now, I mentioned that because this whole idea of loneliness is interesting, And I wonder how many times we cancel on one another and how many times we communicate something through that canceling that contributes to our feelings of loneliness. Sometimes I'm not an early riser and sometimes I get low on energy and it's hard to show up to things. It's hard to like um, (sighs) go to certain things and then... I know, though, it's not overstretching myself, and I know that if I go, I'm going to feel better. You know, I'm going to feel more connected. I'm going to feel more apart. And sometimes I have that conversation with Anne, and I'm like, well, why don't I just go? Like, ugh, I should do it, you know? And she's like, yeah, you should. So then I go, and it's great, you know? And it helps me feel more connected. I think there's this delicate balance going on when we talk about loneliness of whether or not I'm entering into this time and this space and this relationship um, needy or ready to give. And I want you to listen to that podcast because I think at one point in the podcast, he does such an excellent job of talking about it's, it's, it's both, you know. Like, if we wait around until we're ready um, to actually be in relationship and and be in that place, um, we're going to be waiting a long time. And then there's also the side of, like, we do need to receive from one another, you know? Um, But it is that idea of giving and receiving. There's an important exchange that goes on in relationships. And, And for us to combat, to... Um, address this idea of loneliness in our lives. I think there's a lot of give and take in relationships um, that's going to occur. Occur. Um, occur. <laughs> and, and we need that. We need that relationship of give and take. So in the podcast, I love this, like um, Brene quotes apart from the book, um, where they talk about that, that researchers have identified like three dimensions of loneliness and how these three dimensions literally, um, if you're lacking relationships in any of these three dimensions, you can begin to feel lonely and exhibit all the stuff that comes with that, right? And I know that in my own life, looking back so many times, yes, like it makes sense. 
because I could point to areas in my life and be like, well, I'm good here. Then why do I feel lonely? Right? Like I shouldn't feel lonely is what I tend to tell myself. And I do that critical loop a little bit, but three dimensions of loneliness. First being the intimate, um, the intimate emotional loneliness that you can feel. And that's in regards to having a trusted, um, partner, a trusted person in your life that you can confide in, um, that you have that bond of, of emotion and, and trust there. Um, the second area is the relational social loneliness and that's speaking out to quality friends and this idea of social support and companionship. And then the third dimension, um, was the collective loneliness. And this is our hunger for a network, um, a group of people who share our sense of purpose and meaning. Those three dimensions of loneliness. And I think it's important in our lives to check in with ourselves and examine um, where we feel like things are going okay and where we feel like things need a little bit of work. It's almost like you take a little bit of inventory, right? And you're checking in on all of those areas. I know that um, for myself, um, those three dimensions of loneliness, sometimes I find myself in areas where I couldn't be who I really felt like I was, if that makes sense. I, I know there was a period in my life where I felt like I was on more than off. And that started to take its toll because being on um, drained me in a way emotionally and, and physically and spiritually. And being off meant like resting and being filled back up. And I found in my life that I had more relationships where I was being on than anything else. And so I really, without even knowing, this is like looking back on that period, um, I needed some closer relationships in my life where I felt like I could really be who I am, right? I wasn't, um, I wasn't showing up to perform. I wasn't showing up to like lead. I wasn't showing up to do. Um, I was just showing up to be. I needed some more of those relationships in my life. And I started to feel that loneliness creep in. I remember a conversation I actually had with someone and, uh, I pulled a bunch of these leaders aside of this nonprofit I was running at the time, and I told them I wasn't going to be there that night. And I said, you know that guy up front, the guy up front who um, is energetic and and telling stories and kind of making everything happen? I'm like, I can't, I can't be that guy tonight. And one of my leaders looked at me and he said, you have to be. That's, that's who you are. It's who we need you to be. And I said, I can't be that guy tonight. And I set something up and I left and I let them like run it that night. Um, I was so low on energy and life, right? And looking back, it was that loneliness in a dimension um, that I was experiencing and I needed more 
of that. I was like lopsided. So I think it's important to check those three dimensions, those three areas, and make sure that across the board, um, we're putting in the time and energy and the effort to build relationships that will help us um, navigate those feelings of loneliness and the impact that that has on our lives. I know um, one of the cool things in the podcast, um, they get into politics a little bit and they talk just about how polarizing politics can be. And I know right now, hands down, I know when I said politics, some of you immediately just like felt something, you know. Um, I was talking with someone the other day and they said they're going to have to end relationships with family members over what's happening politically right now. And I encourage you to really listen to that podcast and to just make sure your ears are wide open when they start discussing politics in that podcast. Because one of the things that he goes into is just how, you know, in order to have a relationship with someone, you have to have dialogue. It's like those two things hold hands, right? They come together, right? (laughs) Um, Lots of times I think what we're seeing through some of this polarization is that we haven't really worked at the relationships we should. We haven't put in the time. We haven't put in the dialogue. We haven't conversed. We haven't connected um, in a deep sort of way. I know social media always gets trashed here, but I know that sitting across the table from someone and looking in their eyes and communicating with them, uh, being in their presence is a whole lot different from texting, um, is a whole lot different from sending a message and waiting for them to send a message and what, you know, the, the whole interaction on that level. I just, I'm, I'm just not sure that the connection and the dialogue in those contexts provides the relationship that we're looking for. I remember a long time ago working with leaders and students and that nonprofit I was talking about. Um, I had some leaders and they were, they were bent out of shape about a student. Okay. And so I sit them down and they're newer leaders and I've known the student for quite some time. And I tried to tell them that they just need to get to know these students. Now, getting to know the students, first of all, sounds like a lot of work and a lot of effort, and maybe they don't have a lot of time, right? I'm not trying to pile up more work on your plate. I'm not trying to make it more difficult. But what I know is, is that if you get to know the student... You're going to be willing to listen to the student and to offer the student more grace and your whole perspective on that student will change because you get to know them, right? So relationship and dialogue, dialogue, um, 
conversing and asking questions and learning from one another and, and, and this whole act of giving and receiving, listening and sharing, entering into dialogue and, and having this relationship, that allows us to be in a place where we're much more willing to listen to one another um, and to receive from one another and to also not create so much distance between one another, right? I know in the in the podcast, they also talk about this whole idea of um, true connection versus validation. And that's even kind of getting back to that whole idea of like, do I need something out of this relationship um, through this interaction, through this exchange? Or... Is it just for the sake of just pure connection? And I think there's a delicate balance there as well. Because, again, we're needy and that's okay. Um, but when you find yourself in a place where every interaction and, and every relationship you're simply seeking validation, I think that's time when you check in with yourself and you say, okay, hang on, right? Like, um, I think I might need to, to do some things to get myself in a better place prior to like seeking all of this and, and going out and, and being with so many people. I think there's certainly pause um, for exactly that. To just take some time and to understand that who you are and your being is worth more and to ground yourself and center yourself before you kind of take off in those directions. Um, yeah. Loneliness. Man. I almost just want to tell you guys to stop right now and just go listen to that podcast because it's so incredible. I know this is the book that I'm going to be tearing through um, in the coming weeks, in the next month, uh, simply because I feel like it's pretty important. And I feel like there's a lot of people who experience loneliness I think we all have our different bouts with it I've definitely gone through periods in my life where it swings and I feel like even in those three dimensions like it's like one shifts and it gets really good and then one goes down and then you know like it just transfers somehow um but I know it takes work and effort on my part to truly connect and to truly be with other people and to develop those relationships in a consistent, meaningful way. I know that that's true. Um, I had a phone call with a friend last week and we were just talking about Zoom meetings. And I was telling him how hard Zoom meetings are for me. I almost... No, I won't even say almost. I definitely prefer just to talk on the phone with you in a Zoom meeting. I don't know what it is. Um, I don't know. Like, there's something, there's something there for me about that that I've got to unpack and figure out. But hearing your voice and being able to, to connect with you and talk with you um, definitely changes things for me and you would think that a zoom meeting with seeing someone's face and being able to interact like that um would be like the next level up but for some reason for me there's something distracting and that gets in the way about it and i feel more on 
I'm not sure if that's just because of the whole site thing or what. But we just shared about that, and we talked about how people can feel a little tapped out um, right now with as many meetings as some people are having and as much as an increase of those types of meetings that people have incurred in their lives, the result, the the increase in, in all that people can feel. And just because you're connected that way, just because you like had this many meetings that day and you saw that many people doesn't mean you're not lonely. Because again, back to those three dimensions, do you have somebody in your life that you can confide in, that you can trust in? Um, do you have people who you know you can be yourself with? Do you have a network of people that you can rely on for support and sense and meaning and purpose? All of those dimensions are pretty important. Otherwise, you'll start to feel these little hints of loneliness. So my encouragement to all of you is to simply check in with yourself. Right? A lot of the times things will happen and you'll express yourself in ways and you figure out that, whoa, something's going on underneath the surface. Right? It's like the guy who gets really upset in traffic like there's more to that story there's more going on there than you think and so sometimes we have to unpack a little bit of ourselves and kind of adventure inward and figure out exactly what is going on in my life um what is happening right now i've got two boys downstairs right now um, they're probably playing video games as we speak, but we're going to go make dinner together. We're going to chop up some vegetables. We're going to make this big salad, as we call it. And we're going to check in with each other. And I'm going to talk to them, and I'm going to ask them questions. And I'm going to give them hugs. Because I want them to know that I'm there for them, that we're connected. I want them to understand that they can be who they are and that here in this family, at least one dimension of that loneliness, we can fill that tank, make sure there's not a deficit there. So I hope sharing some of these stories, um, some of these different ideas, I hope it sparks something inside of your mind. I hope that you can do your self-inventory. I hope that you can check in with yourself, and I hope that you can identify some areas where you can put in some effort, put in some time, and put in some work. It can be as simple as not canceling on someone. It could be that simple. But there's probably a whole host of things that we can do all sorts of areas that we can work on. But I just want to array, I just want to raise some awareness on loneliness because when I listened to their podcast, something resonated deeply within me. And so check out the book, check out the other podcast. You know, I wish all of you love, health, and peace during these times. I hope um, that through the next month, you can feel less lonely and more supported, more encouraged, 
and more connected in meaningful and positive ways. All right. I thank you guys for tuning in and I'll see you in a week or possibly two weeks. Like you never know with us, (laughs) but it's a good time anyway. And yeah, just know that tonight I'll say a prayer for you. I'll say a prayer for you. And in in any loneliness you might be experiencing or feeling. All right. Appreciate you guys. Till next time.